Welcome to the teaching ministry of Steve Franklin. Steve's calling is to coach champions in the kingdom of God. Our prayer for you as you listen to this word of encouragement and instruction is that you'll be built up in your faith and encouraged to take the next step in your development as one of God's true champions. Here's Steve. So in 1 Peter 5, I want to give a brief message today on this first Sunday on a passage that should be familiar to us. Called out elders of the church who shepherd the flock of God. We're addressed in chapter 5 through verse 4. And then in verse 5, likewise you younger people, not just chronologically younger, but spiritually younger, submit yourselves to those who are your elders, that is, over you and older than you in the Lord. You know, it took me almost 50 years old to see the concept of what it meant to have somebody over me in the Lord. That is a powerful, powerful teaching from the Word of God that I was ignorant of. Yeah, I've been to seminary, had the religion degree and all that, but didn't get revelation of what it meant to have a spiritual covering and to have those who are over me in the Lord. I, I knew what accountability was, and I had that. I didn't know the power of those over me in the Lord. First Thessalonians. But then he says something to all of us. All of you, older and younger, be submissive to one another. Don't use what you know in your journey to beat somebody up or to operate in pride that you're farther down the road than they are. All of you be submissive to one another. Be clothed with humility. Or, listen to this, God resists the proud. Anybody in here can afford to be resisted by God? The times in my life and in my thinking and choosing that I resisted God, I didn't win. Anybody in here say, well, I resisted God and won. He's undefeated. <laughs> Let me just tell you that we don't want to be resisted by God. And the way to make sure that doesn't happen is to humble ourselves. Notice what he says here. He resists the proud. Those who think they've got it all together, those who think that they are the boss and the Lord of their own lives, those who think that they can go any way they choose and it'll be just fine, those who are proud, who are self-sufficient and independent and disobedient. God resists the proud, but he gives grace, his favor, and his abundance. I could use the favor of God, couldn't you? God gives grace, His supernatural favor, and His ability to get through anything successfully you have to go through. His favor and His ability, His grace, He gives that to whoever will humble themselves. Admit our dependence on Him. You know that thing that you've been trying to figure out? You know that thing you've been trying to wrestle to the ground regarding your family or your finances or, your health or whatever it is? God would say to you, how's that working for you? 
humble yourself. Commit it to me. I know how to resolve it. If you could have fixed it, you would have already done it. Amen? God resists the proud, but He gives grace, favor, and ability to those of us who will humble ourselves. You know what that means? To admit that apart from Him, you are nothing and can do nothing. Therefore, since God's going to give you grace if you'll humble yourself, therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that He may exalt you at just the right time. That's due to do you know that God wants to promote you? He wants to see you through this trial you're in. He wants to give you wisdom. He said, if you'll ask in faith, I'll give it to you. James 1, 5. We have to humble ourselves and admit we need the wisdom and the direction of the God. The mighty hand of God. Can I ask you something? What can prevail against the mighty hand of God? you got opposition today. You have enemies If you'll humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, He can do what you can't do. That He may exalt you. Do you know what? You say, well, I don't know about that, Pastor. That sounds kind of pompous to me. Exalt me. You know, it means to promote you and bring you through. People see you as a witness and a testimony of the Lordship of Jesus. When God brings resolution, when God brings resolution, if you're humble, you'll give Him all the praise. And why wouldn't we think that God would want to exalt us? Do you like to be proud of your children? Do you like it when they succeed? Do you kind of like to share it with somebody else, what they've done? That's exalting them. God will make certain of His children who will humble themselves that He will give them favor and ability and that He will make sure that they get promoted and exalted that is lifted up, encouraged, recognized. How many of you know it's not wrong to want recognition? It's just wrong to seek it. Let me say that one more time. It's not wrong to want recognition. We have on the inside of us a need to be affirmed, don't we? Innately. We need it. But it's wrong to make that the pursuit of our thoughts, of our actions, our motives. Pastor, how do I humble myself? Let me give you three words to help you remember that. Admit. Everybody say it with me. Admit. Admit that you're not capable in and of yourself of doing anything that's pleasing to God. Admit that you're totally dependent on Him. Admit it. Everybody say it with me. I will admit I'm totally dependent on you, Lord Jesus. That's the first step. Second step. Submit. Admit you're totally dependent on Him. Submit all your ways and plans to Him. You need to resign from having 
to figure out the direction of your own life. Jesus said, if you want to follow me, you need to deny yourself and your own rights to try to work it out and to get what you want. Take up your cross, that is, die to all that, and follow me. That's the way you find life. So, submit. Everybody say it with me. Submit. I submit to you, Lord. You are my God. You admit that you are not capable. You submit to his plan. Submit that situation that's wrestled you to the ground right now with your children. That heartbreak that's in your life based in broken family relationships or failure in business or whatever it is that is haunting you, that has you by the neck and submit, turn it over to the Lord and say, Lord, I submit to you. I can't fix this. I submit. Do you know that the Bible says that he is at work both to will and to do of his good pleasure? So if God's already at work to will and to do of his good pleasure, wouldn't it make sense for us to submit to whatever he's doing? He knows how to do what needs to be done in the heart of your adult child who's grown rebellious. He has heard your prayer in the middle of the night with your broken heart. God has heard that. He knows what to do. Submit it to Him. We admit that we're not capable. We submit to the Lordship of the Lord in every day. Lord, I submit this day to You. My schedule is Yours. I believe that you will give me divine appointments, but I submit, look, you are not responsible for the end result. You are responsible for the process of obedience. Does that make sense to you? Admit, submit, and last, commit. That is, Lord, I commit my way to and I will not. I will hear what you're saying. And by the grace of God, by the Spirit of God within me, I will obey. You know, you may have to write a note. You may have to send a text. You may have to make a call. You may have to go tell somebody, you know, I handled that wrong. Please forgive me. Let me say that one more time. Do you know some of the most powerful things we can say as believers in our marriage and our relationships is, I think I may have handled that wrong. Will you forgive me? That'll set the table. It'll form a bridge. It won't blow up the bridge. It'll build the bridge. That's part of humbling ourselves. Okay, and Lord, I will commit to you. What's my next step? I will let you. I'm not going to jump out there and, and try to take control of it and make a mess. I admit I'm dependent on you. I submit. I submit to your leadership and I commit to obey you. And when I'm wrong, are you listening to me? You will be wrong. You think you're going to get all this right? I have a real problem with those who say, well, I just hear the Lord on everything. No, you don't. You just think you do. Isn't that right? You just think you do. It's a good thought, but it's just not true. the Lord. Show me, Lord, where I'm missing it. And give me the grace to do the next right thing. But then there's a surprising conclusion to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. It's very surprising, this next verse. There shouldn't be a number there. 
that separates it in our mind. So how do you humble yourself? I've given you a track to run on, but here's the here's the clincher right here. Casting all do you know there's not a period after verse six? So let me read it the way it is. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time by casting all your care on him for he cares for you. Oh boy, so here's the litmus test of whether we're humbling ourselves. Are you ready? Are we still full of anxiety, worry, and care about the outcome? What about that business deal? Are you still are, are you say, are you praying about it and asking God to make it happen? But are you still worried about the outcome? Cast all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. That word in the Greek for casting is epiripto. You know what it means? It means to violently fist. Take those cares and violently fist the Lord God Almighty. You know what that means? When you first begin to be aware that there's worry, fear, and anxiety on the screen of your mind, you better be violent with it. Because if that thought is left in your mind, it'll start laying down roots. And pretty soon, you'll wonder, wonder why my faith doesn't seem to be working. Cast all your. This is one of the greatest things we can do, and it's in prayer. Cast all your cares, your worries, fears, and anxieties over on Him, because don't forget this: He cares for you. You got a broken heart as a mom. He cares for you. He cares for you. I don't know, Pastor, I feel like such a failure. Everything I touch seems to just get broken. He cares for you. Humble yourself. He cares for you. Father knows and cares when His children are hurting. Cast all your worry, care, and anxiety. That is all that, all of that which brings fear about the outcome. Cast it on him. He cares for you. How do you do that? You've got to be aggressive. You've got to get violent with it. You know what that means? When you become aware that there's worries, cares, and anxieties that are coming onto your mind about anything or anybody, you've got to ask the Holy Spirit to make you very sensitive and very aware. And when you become aware that you're getting full of worry, fear and anxiety, you need to say, uh-uh, stop right there. Stop right there. In the name of Jesus, I declare that this thought gains no traction. It is off limits to the mind of Christ which is in me. And I will not allow this. Because you know what? Your mind is such an amazing thing that your mind constantly forecasts something that probably is not even going to happen. And if you allow that forecast to stay in your mind long enough, you'll begin to believe the forecast instead of what the Word of God says is the truth. And a lot of times that our, our imagination takes us down roads 
that bring cares, worries, fears, and anxieties. You've got to stop it right there and say, wait a minute, I belong to the Lord. I belong to the Lord. I am His. There is nothing that could come my way that is over His head. It's all under His feet. And I'm in Him, and I will not receive that worry, fear. You've got to get aggressive about it. How do you do that? You've got to use the vehicle that God has given you to exert authority in the spiritual realm. Your own words. You didn't even get saved unless you believed something in your heart and confessed it in your mouth. Romans 10, 9 and 10. How did Jesus resist the devil? He spoke authority. It is written. It is written. It is written. He spoke the Word of God. So the best way for you to take authority and dominion is by internally casting your cares on the Lord and externally using your mouth as a witness and as a seal. I'm not doing this. This belongs to you. This belongs to you. But the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable unto you, O Lord. How would I do that? Everybody say this with me. Lord, that was weak. Lord, I recognize what you already know. That these thoughts that are in my mind are not of you. They are not the truth. So I speak in line with the Word of God. Your Son, Jesus, said that your Word is the truth. I confess that that is the truth. And I will not receive fear, worry, and anxiety. You've got this. I'm yours. And I believe you're at work right now to will and to do of your good pleasure. You see that? I mean, was that that difficult? But the power is where it becomes a discipline, a lifestyle, where the Word of God is believed in our heart and released with our mouth. Amen? Everybody seeing that? So if I humble my... I am not humbling myself. I'm acting in pride if I don't take every one of my cares and cast them over on the Lord. Wow, that got me in there. Because frankly, I, I'm just like you. I, I could have plenty of things to have worry and care about, but the Scripture right here tells me that that's not humbling myself, that the way I do that is to cast all my care over on Him. Because when I do that, what am I saying? I'm admitting, Lord, I can't handle this. You can't. I can't fix it. I'm submitting. I believe that You are Lord of this situation like You're the Lord of my life. And I'm committing to you that I will do those things that you tell me in this righteousness. Amen? Let's all stand. I wonder today if the Spirit of God has, re has touched you and renewed you in your will to say, you know, Lord... I'll recommit myself.
to being a part of this simple church. I'll be an agent of worship knowing that when I worship you, it enthrones you. It, it ministers to your heart. I'm asking for greater revelation of the Lord's table. Fellowship, intimate fellowship with you, with my fellow believers. I recommit myself, Lord, to be a house of prayer right here in my inner man. Just like you said, I'm the temple. You said your eyes and your heart are forever only. Lord, I recommit myself to believe and to stand that the Word of God is the truth. And I will become a kingdom independent. Say, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. I will commit, Lord, as your church, to be soft and light and to speak truth to power. To recognize that you are the author of life, womb to tomb. That by, by your grace, Lord, I will see people with the dignity with which you see them. God, even those with whom I disagree, even those that it's obvious to me are not operating according to your principle, I submit myself to operate, Lord, in the word of truth, in the spirit of God, by the... Lord, I will speak the truth in love. I won't just speak the truth, I will speak the truth in the atmosphere of love. Help me to see everybody with this God-given creation of being created in your image and likeness. Help me to see everybody, Lord, like you see them, male and female, black and white and Hispanic, rich and poor. Whatever the brand that I've been guilty of putting on them, Lord, I ask you to destroy those brands that keep me from love. That I may really, Lord, submit to the love of God. That love that draws men and women to Jesus. Thank you for this place of worship. Thank you for those whom you've entrusted as faithful stewards of it, and we pledge, O oh God, that we will be faithful. Treat this place with the respect of the Lord. Can you look this way just a minute? Where are you, darling? You back there? There she is. Peter and I have. to go through a lot of change in this in our perspective. Like I say, we've been mega medium and small. It doesn't matter. All we want to do is serve those God gives us. And that's you. 
Do you recognize that there is a vast footprint of people who believe through Steve Franklin Ministries and the online ministries thanks to Pastor Wayne and Deborah? Multiplied thousands have now heard the word that you hear every Sunday. Other countries, multiple states. We have precious partners, not just around here. We need your prayers. We need your prayers. We need, can I tell you, I don't care what age or stage you're in, it's a sin not to grow. Because if you don't grow, you're saying, I got it, Lord. It's, I got this. Growth means you got to get a little uncomfortable. You don't grow if you don't get uncomfortable. Uncomfortable with what, Pastor? With where you are in the Lord. Always be pursuing more. More intimacy with Jesus. Pray for your pastors. Pray for Pastor Jeremiah and Pastor Gene. Pastor Wayne and Deborah. We need your prayers. Pray for the church that God will bring those He's chosen. I want to remind you of one thing before we go. You are prayed for every day by this assistant shepherd. We all know who the chief shepherd is. I just work for him. You are prayed for every day. The basis of the Word of God every day. I want you to know that will never change as long as I have life and prayer. God is going to show us some things, and I don't know what it's going to be, but He does, and I'm absolutely comfortable and confident. Well, I'm going to do something I don't usually do. I'm going to go out there. I want to shake your hand if you go out that way. Usually don't do that. Ask one of our elders, Gene. Gene, Carrie, come up here and close us in prayer, please, sir. I want to thank Gene and Jeremiah for their ministry of prayer to the Glenn family. I want to thank Stephen Rogers, one of our elders. Johnny Bush, one of our deacons. Manual labor they've done to help us move. We still got a ways to go. Lord, we just thank you for Lifeline. We thank you for this facility and you're making it available. We thank you for their leadership. We pray a hedge of protection around them and this facility. Lord, we thank you for our pastors. We thank you for the intercessory team here, Lord, that is so important. Lord, we just celebrate you. We thank you for your goodness to us. We thank you for this family this fellowship that is a family, Lord. We ask that you bless us as we leave this place. Thank you, Lord. All of this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
You can access more of Steve Franklin's teachings online at www.sfmin.com.